My name is Ty Brady. I am the owner of Brady Insurance Marketing. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way, episode 8. In the past, I've talked about how or ways to generate leads. Today, I want to talk a minute about the comment that people may say about the lead is garbage or the lead is trash or it's no good or they're already on the plan that I was going to show them. What I want to talk about is with that lead is maybe for a minute, instead of saying the lead is garbage or no good, why don't you take do, do some self-reflecting? What I mean by that is what is something that I could have done or I didn't do or could have done or should have done that I didn't do? So I'm sitting down with a customer. I'm going to do some self-reflection and say, hey, did I ask the right questions? Did I get to the root of the problem on why they sent the lead in if I'm running a lead card? Did I resolve their concern? Remember, my job is to present. My job is not to sell. And when I'm talking to a consumer, I know more than they do. I'm supposed to be coming across as the expert. But I have to be willing to get uncomfortable and ask those hard questions. And over time, ask questions that they come natural. And remember that things are never what they seem. So what I mean by self-reflection is I used to go and run leads, whether it be a lead card, whether it be a turn in 65 list, a direct mail piece, whatever it was. And I would go and do a presentation. I'd walk out of the home and somebody would say, "Um, I need to think about it. And I would go and talk to my mentors and say, you know, why? What am I doing wrong? I mean, what could I have done? And oftentimes, I would get told something like this. First of all, did you qualify them? What what do you mean by that? Did you qualify them to make sure they're even a prospect? I'm like, well, no, I didn't. Well, let's talk about for a second what's a prospect. A prospect is a person that has a need and that has the ability to pay, that has a need and the ability to pay, and they're willing to listen. So I would say the ability to pay, that's on me as the agent because it's my job to help them understand the risk. So what are my other two things I got to overcome? I got to overcome, are they willing to listen and do they have a need? Well, if I'm meeting with them, they have a need. So what am I really, what am I really, what is my objection then? Well, if the prospect is, are they willing to listen? That's the only thing I have to overcome because if they're willing to listen, I'm willing to ask the questions, we're willing to have a conversation I can find the need. So then the reality goes back to the lead. Is the lead garbage or was it me not doing my job? Is it me saying, well, they're already on XYZ plan. Uh, That's the best plan for them or the best plan in the area. So I'm just going to let them be. Well, what about the gaps in their plan? Did I bring those up? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I've talked in previous podcasts about four out of four still need more. So that would be one, one thing that I would say about the lead. Did, did I qualify him? And don't qualify him over the phone. You don't know how many times I've talked to agents and I said, well, how'd that lead go? Well, I called them on the phone. They said they hadn't signed up for Part B yet. So I told them to call me when they got it signed up. Are you kidding me? You know what happens? The next agent that calls them up says, hey, I'll help you get signed up for Part B, goes to their house, signs up for Part B and gets the enrollment. And then you call them back a month later. Did you get Part B? I already signed up with that program you showed me. I mean, why would you do that? But And they say the lead's no good because they're not ready and willing and able to pay or are not ready, willing, and able right then and there to sign the app. So 
do some self-reflection on that. Are they a prospect? The next thing I would say is, did I do my job? Did I get in there? Did I start? Did I from the approach to the warm up? Did I build a rapport? Do do are they clicking? Meaning, are they understanding what I'm saying? You know, sometimes people. I had an agent. I was working in a South Carolina, and the agent walked out of this appointment. And he says, "Ty, did you think they really understood what you were telling them?" And I thought I thought about that for a minute. I'm like, you know what? The guy could barely sign his name. Did he understand all the words I used and the lingo I used? And here I am. I got to go through all these steps. But I could have got from point A to point B a lot quicker and use a lot more simpler words and elementary words with this guy. And I'm like, you know what? That agent I was riding with had a point. So that's another self-reflection. I mean, you have people that want all the details. You have people that don't want all the details. You have people that... They've already made a decision. They say, you know what? I want XYZ plan. Why on earth if somebody says, I want XYZ plan, would you want to talk them into all these other things? I mean, it's a mistake. What's going to happen? You talk them into doing all these other things or maybe a program that you think is better for them. What's going to happen? They're going to cancel the day you walk out of that door. You know, I get asked all the time with the lead, um, what's best for them? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. Until I have a conversation and I'm willing to ask those questions. So self-reflection, make sure you do your job. From the approach to the warm-up to the fact-finding to the close. And don't leave anything on the table. Don't be like the B-back bus is going to come back. That never happens. I get agents say, well, they're, they told me they're going to continue to work. Okay, great. Did you, did you compare their employer's benefits against the, what you have to offer? Well, no, I didn't. Well, did you ask him about low-income subsidy? Well, no, I didn't. Why on earth are you going there? Are you a professional visitor? I mean, you're there. Either you're doing your job and you want to make a sell or you're not. You're gonna, you got to get uncomfortable or you're not. I have agents say, well, they're already on a plan. So what? Is it the best plan for them? I mean, that's what I mean. Get Ask those hard questions. And if you don't know, talk to your mentors. Say, hey, I met with this client. They're on XYZ brand. What are some options I can present to them? If you don't do it right then and there, tell the client, hey, let me do some homework. I want to be able to work out what works best for you in your situation, and I'll come back and present you with some options. Is that okay? Or better yet, tell your manager. Text him and say, hey, I'm in an appointment. This person is on this plan. What are my options? I guarantee you that manager is going to give you some options. The choice is going to be yours on whether you do or do not want to present that option. The other thing, too, is if you're going to call somebody, have some faith in them. Trust them. I mean, they're not going to misguide you. You know how many times I I get somebody calls me up and they're like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, that's your choice. So again, is it really the lead? And leads can come in different fashions. They could be a referral, right? They could be a social media lead, either grown organically or or like a pay-per-click. They could be a direct mail piece. They could be a direct mail piece. They could be your circle of influence. And again, don't be afraid to talk where your feet are. I had an agent who was in the hospital for, with pneumonia. He ended up selling the nurse, the nurse's mom, and the nurse's sister. All because he was willing to open his mouth and told people what he did. He was at a local grocery store talking to the lady who was checking him out of, of the register. And, and he says, uh, I'm a local Medicare broker. Do you happen to know anybody who's aging into Medicare or already on Medicare? I'd be happy to help him. Here's my card. 
Well, you know what? I got a birthday coming up in October. Will you give me a call? Hey, you know what? Better yet, here's my name and number. Give me a call, and I'll circle back with you towards October. Is there anything non-compliant with that? Absolutely not. He's, he's talking where his feet is. And what do you know? That lady is turning 65, and she probably knows a dozen other people that are already turning 65. I don't know why people are so afraid. They always focus on what they can't do. Why don't you focus on what you can do with the lead? Let's focus on my job. Let's focus on doing the steps that are appropriate instead of just saying the lead's garbage or the lead's crap. I mean, you, the lead's not going to say, I want to sign up for this plan. I have agents that sit in retail kiosks. Is somebody to come and say, I want to enroll in that plan you have right there? Probably not. You have to engage them and willing to ask some questions. Hey, what are you doing for your Medicare? What do you mean? I'm not on Medicare. Well, you know who is on Medicare? Ask those questions. It's a simple conversation. The more people you talk to, this is sales. The more people you talk to, the more sales you'll have in your, the more people in the circle of influence you're able to reach out to. This this business is tremendous. Do some self-reflection on after every appointment. You know, did you create the need? Because if you create the need, they'll find the ability to pay, but are they willing to listen? So I only know when I go into each and every appointment, I have one thing and one thing only that I have to overcome. Are they willing to listen? Now, are they willing to listen? I have to build rapport. So in the beginning of the conversation, when I got in the home, did I build a rapport? Did I tell them who I was, what I do, how I can help them? Or did I go in there and say, well, I'm here on XYZ lead, so I'm going to slap down what I have, give them three options. They're going to say yes or no and be out of there in 15 minutes. I mean, really? Are you kidding me? It happens all the time, believe it or not. I mean, I scratch my head all day, every day. I mean, I would work a lead until they were buying or dying, literally. And I've had people tell me no on the phone. I go to their door and they let me in. I had people tell me no and I say, well, wait a minute, let me understand. So what, do you, what is your plan for home health care? Well, I don't have a plan. So you're willing to deplete all your assets and then get on state Medicaid? Or are you willing to deplete your bank account? Well, I'm not willing to do that. Well, let me show you how you can offset that. Because you obviously, you know, let me show you how you can offset that risk. That's all I'm doing is I'm presenting. And believe it or not, if you do that, they will be saying, how do I get, how do I cover that? Or they'll find the money. You're not going to have to overcome an objection. If you do your job and do it well, and you're, you're going to get bloody, don't get me wrong. You're going to get turned away. You're going to get out of the house thinking you did everything right and scratch your head and be like, what happened? Where did I go wrong? What could I have done? And that's okay. But that's how we get better. That's how we improve. Start with, am I doing my job? Self-reflection. Did I do the steps? And quit assuming that they do or do not have any money because they do have money and they will find the money I mean, a lot of the policies that we sell are $30, $50 a month. You know what? Everybody can afford that. I have a lady that was making $380 a month, and she bought a dental vision hearing plan from me. Do you know why? Because she says, if I don't put this money aside, I will have nothing at the end of the month. And she still has it to this day. $380 a month, and the premium was $32 a month for the dental plan. Was it my job to say she doesn't have the money and not present it? Happens all the time. Agents just make a decision for them. I presented it. She said, I want it. Great. Done deal. You know what? Whether she used it or not, whether I agree she had the money or not, it wasn't my call. All my job was was to present. 
Thanks for tuning in today. Do some self-reflection and uh, tune in next week. Thanks. Bye. You can find The Ty Brady Way on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To contact us, please email thetybradyway at gmail.com. The Ty Brady Way was edited and produced by Marlo Belmano. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.